This episode has some language that is probably not safe to play around your children unless you want to teach your children curse words, in which case take them, sit them in front of the speakers and crank it up to 11. Are you sick of terrible music like what Dustin's doing with his mouth noises right now? This episode is sponsored by Musicbed. Find the perfect song for your films with a highly curated roster featuring hundreds of artists, bands, and composers that all sound a lot better than Dustin does right now. As a wedding photo hangover listener, you can get your first month of subscription free. Or you can get 20% off a single song purchase. Just enter the promo code WEDDINGHANGOVER when you check out so that you don't have to have weird noises like what Dustin's doing right now. It's just making music, Steve. No, let's not ever call it that again. But Steve... Hi, this is Dustin. And I'm Steve. Welcome back to the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, the finest phototainment in the world. We are an irreverent look at photography. This podcast, like Aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. This week, Dustin and I are joined by professional wedding guest, Morgan Roberts. Morgan (laughs) is a tremendous wedding photographer from Muggle, Muggle, Australia? Which really isn't close to Brisbane, I've been told at all. Uh, so, Morgan, let's get started. Uh, why are you living a lie? Uh, I, 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 which part of the lie do you want me to address first? I mean, like this is this is good gear. Um, Mogul, a surprising. I I don't know how familiar the rest of the listeners will be with with Australia, but. Um, the, the the trope of Western Sydney and Western Melbourne is that it's it's the it you know the further west you get it's lower socioeconomic get a few more bogans out you know it's a bit more like that I guess you know rednecks if you want to use the 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 the, the US slang um, <laughs> Western suburbs of Brisbane is not like that. <laughs> uh, until you get even further past me, but we're we're kind of if if you're driving to my place, you're driving past a whole bunch of um, private schools and people who drive Mercedes and you know complain complain when you know three out of the four cafes at the local shopping center are closed, uh, you know those kind of people, and it's your kind of people. I'm I'm amazed that I'm still here. Like I don't know what I'm doing here. Maybe that's the lie. Maybe <laughs> maybe that's the whole. I don't know. <laughs> so you're starting to feel like some uh, imposter syndrome. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's actually surprisingly close. Brisbane's not a very big place. Um, in fact, with all the tunnels, it's about 35 minutes for me to get to the city and the airport and all those other regular things. So thank you. Um, I'm sure I don't know who uh, the, 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 the the lies that you've been told have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> <laughs> the rumors about my location have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> So, uh, before we get to the rest of the show, we do have some follow-up this week. (gasps) So, if you guys remember, there was a photographer who um, had a bride and a groom who (gasps) booked her for, like, uh, the same, for for their wedding. Then they pushed it back, and then it ended up they were getting married to other people on the same day. And, uh... 
She talked it out the with extreme, them. The they, case of the extreme couponers. Yes. I'm dying. I'm dying to know about this. Uh, she talked it out with them, and they agreed to pay a reduced rate for the photographer to cover. Was it a him or her? I don't remember. Uh, I think it was a her. They paid a reduced rate for the photographer to cover both weddings. That's so crazy. And the photographer went ahead and just hired another photographer to shoot as an associate for one of the weddings. And then at the reception, stopped by both weddings to say hi, but mostly uh, just focused on the bride's wedding and the associate focused on the groom's wedding. Wow. To their other different people. That's insane. Which is really super anticlimactic. I wanted something like just crazy off the wall, like the yeah. photographer running back and forth, driving all around town, but no. Nope, just uh, nope, just did the normal sane approach that the rest of us would have done. <laughs> did, did, did we get down to the bottom of what they were trying to do? Were they trying to pull the wool over their eyes, or was it just a miscommunication, or what? Like, what? How did this happen? Was it the case of the couponers? I there there had to be a bit of wool pulling over the eyes because yeah. you don't you don't <laughs> plan to get married to one person, then decide to get married to somebody else, and then both confirm to other people like we're getting married on this date that we already confirmed with a photographer and we're both going to try to get like like somewhere there was a breakdown of communication between the uh the exes i would say about who was going to use that photographer on that date i think the breakdown started when they uh broke up yeah yeah (laughs) wow what an abs- astute observation. It gets a little bit harder to uh, communicate after that, I've heard, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Or um, maybe they needed to work on their communication before they broke up, and then they would have still ooh. had a normal wedding. <laughs> mm. Morgan, have you ever had something crazy like that happen to you out in Australia? No. I go, I go get asked things like that all the time from from people like oh what's the craziest wedding story you've got I just I kind of feel bad because I don't have any crazy like I've heard some crazy stories from other people but like I've I don't really have any crazy stories that happened to me like probably the worst thing that's ever happened to me at a wedding is when I was second shooting for someone else and I was doing the walking backwards as the couple sort of come out you know over with under the the archway. I think it, maybe it was a sparkler exit. Maybe not. Like they were making an archway for everyone to come, you know, the couple walked through and um, there was one guest um, and I, I saw a foot, like I was look, looking down my camera and then I sort of, from my peripheral vision, I saw a foot like come out and try and trip me over and I didn't and I rescued myself. And whoa, I know whoa. Was. Are you saying an intentional uncle trying to trip intentional. you? Is this what? like another yeah, photographer yeah. in your area who's upset they didn't get the wedding or... Yeah, definitely. They come to all the weddings. They come to all my weddings. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and try and, wow. and try and kill me. Yeah, yeah. It's this. That's probably the worst thing. And so that's kind of what I'm just like. Oh, you know, that's that's it. I don't, I don't have any juicy stories of like, you know, like I hear crazy stuff. Like I hear about people, like you know, people getting hit on and people getting flashed. And oh no, I actually have an even more crazy story. <laughs> Um, I don't have any crazy stories, but here no, too. I have, okay, actually, no, I have a crazy... I completely forgot about this. Um, and I swear I haven't blocked it out. Like, I'm perfectly cool talking about it. Um, uh, I I was... Uh, there was a really drunk uncle at a wedding now, and he thought it would be really funny to uh, reach around from behind me and grab me, you know, around mm. my, my junk. Mm-hmm. Grab your lens. Um, grab my lens, yeah. Uh, and I, I, he was just one of those guys, you know, you can pick him and you just rock up 
to a wedding, you can pick them. You're like, no one wants you here. <laughs> like, you just like you're the guy that no one fucking wanted here, but it was definitely had to be invited. Someone was like, oh, we better invite this guy. Um, anyway, and I just told him to, you know, fuck off. Um, and everyone, like everyone at the table, it was at the reception. Everyone saw it happen. Who was like within three meters, four meters. And everyone's like, that's horrible. You should apologize. Anyway, when I was leaving the wedding, he was being escorted out because everyone had got sick of him being there by all like the, the burly men that were there saying you should go, you know, getting him out of the venue. And, um, he started a biff up and my last thing I remember seeing at that wedding, uh, before I drove away was like six guys pinning him down to the ground because there was a punch up. So I finally saw a punch up at a wedding, the, the great Radiohead song. And I finally saw, I finally saw one. So that's, <laughs> wow. that's my crazy story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we will need photos of that if you have them <laughs> oh cameras were away um but nothing in terms of the couples like i've not had any weird like you know people trying to get me to shoot five weddings at once on the same day because they all their 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 uh, open relationship ended badly or slash didn't end i don't know where i was going with that equation but anyway nothing like that. i read happened. a story uh about a couple that hired a photographer to shoot their wedding and then the photographer showed up and at the uh, church um, it was a wedding for like 13 different members of the church and it was like this giant ceremony and the person's like I told everybody else getting married you would take pictures of them as well oh wow <laughs> so like the photographer wow. gets there and just has to start shooting photos of a bunch of like different wow. random couples who are also getting married in like this giant cult joint ceremony sort wow. of thing that's insane yeah. oh i just don't feel like i get any of that stuff and i don't hear many crazy stories in australia for that either like that's that's pretty where was that that was in the united states of america <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but particularly where? Well, what state? Can we like state shame? Is this a thing? Like, can we? <laughs> I don't remember. I think it was somewhere in the uh, Great Plains, uh, maybe a state yeah. like Nebraska or Nebraska, something like that. Yeah. Nebraska. A Great Plains state. Wow. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, just come I, and do 12 times more work. You know. <laughs> I had a new one that I forgot about last weekend. Um, we had a wedding where they called to hire us, they had gotten a gift card for a free family session at a charity auction from like years ago. <laughs> and uh, called to say, hey, we got this gift card for a free family session. Uh, we'd like to hire you. And they, I'm like, oh yeah, sure. You know, obviously, you know, I'll honor it and uh, give me the details on the, on the gift card. And uh, they're like, okay, yeah, we want to do it November. I don't remember the date it was like november 21st or whatever and i'm like that's very particular okay sure um we're not doing anything that works and they're like uh we just want it's going to be an extended family photo we're going to have all of our grandkids here and our kids uh, and by the way we're going to get married right after we do the the family photos <laughs> i was expecting like, you that you i was waiting for you to say that you rocked up and it was a wedding. Uh, like That would have been even more entertaining. <laughs> At least Needless they told to you say, first. I 
charge them more than a traditional family session. Yes. But uh, it was Good. as if they thought they were going to just slide in, like, just family photos. And then if you could just stay, like, 15 minutes after to just capture. 15 minutes is a very short ceremony. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> we're just going to say some words to each other. There might be music. Yeah. There might be people in white. There might be legal words. And then we're going to have some food afterwards. <laughs> if you want to stay, grab a plate, snap a few photos. It yeah. might be, like, a reception. My drunk um, uncle's going to be there. He's going to grope you. Like, that's, yeah, yeah it's going to be great. Totally like, normal. Just a normal family session. If yeah, we can yeah, yeah. circle back to the drunk uncle, he groped you. What did yeah. you do? You said everybody saw it, but what did you oh, do? I, I turned around straight away. I was like, hey, fuck off. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I hear all, I hear heaps of stuff. Like, I'm not saying at all that this is like a bad thing, like systemic for me, because as a man, like that's the only, like here I can count on one hand. Look, that's it. That's my story. That's the one story. Um, like, that's it. You know, like I hear all the time, like hear all of these stories from women photographers that like all this shit happens. Like it's crazy. Um, mm -hmm. but that's, that's my one story. So pretty lucky. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like that's, yeah, but that's, that's that. But yeah, like it's sliding in and just, oh, we're just a family session. <laughs> um, I actually had something happen the reverse of that. They wanted like, it was some, and it was through, so through a friend of mine, um, through a mutual friend, um, they were getting married. And so it was an older couple who had sort of been together for ages and they thought, let's get married. Um, and the, the fam, the, the, all the kids were there. So I think there was only about five or six people, um, and they were like, we're just having, we're, it literally was a ceremony in the backyard of a place they were staying. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then they wanted, like the primary thing was, we just want photos of us as a family, um, going to hanging out and whatever. Um, and like, I called her the, on the morning and I was like, we were just, you know, teeing up. And she was like, it's like genuinely not super concerned about photos of the wedding ceremony part, um, and she was like, look, if you, you know, take a couple of photos of that, it's fine. Um, literally was like on the day I was like called up, Hey, I'm probably going to get to the Sunshine Coast. It was up the Sunshine Coast. It's about two hours North of Brisbane on the, on the highway. And she said, and I said, Oh, I'm probably going to get there about one or two, uh, like probably about two o'clock actually. Um, we can start from then. And she's like, okay, cool. We're going to get married at about one. And, and like, I was like, I couldn't get there earlier. I was like, Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss the ceremony. She's like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so, no big deal. Whatever, just get here when you get here, and we'll make some photos. So it literally was a family session, and I was just finally like, I thought that was quite beautiful in a way because it was like, it really was that we don't. It, it's not about photos of this moment. It's about a more general thing for us. So I thought that was quite an interesting little opposite to what usually seems to be the case where all these people trying to get That's a free awesome, wedding. Though. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Um you yeah, still cool. charge them the rate you would charge for an actual wedding though, right? Uh I charge them a little bit more than I charge for a family shoot. And I shot for about two hours. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that yeah. was kind of you. <laughs> yeah, it was very kind. <laughs> How did you not know when the ceremony was happening before you left? Well she because I don't know because I think she, it was so up in the air and I was on, we were emailing back and forth. I was like, oh, cool. I'll get there about then. She's like, yeah, cool. And then I, when I was coming up, I was rocking up about then. And she's like, oh, we're going to have it earlier or something happened like that. It was just so like, it was such a non-issue that I was so surprised at how much of a non-issue it was. Um, and that she didn't like want me to like come earlier or like 
delay the ceremony. Like it wasn't a huge time. Like they could have just waited. This sounds like the ideal client. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's like they could have literally waited for me to be there. Like I was I probably missed it by about 40 minutes just because I was like, just because it took me that long to come up. And I was like, I'm going to come up about then. And she's like, yeah, okay, oh, well, we're going to do this about then. It was, it was just this, it was really beautiful. And I delivered the photos and they just loved them and that was great. Yeah. I know. I don't have That's any fucking crazy customers. <laughs> <laughs> no, so before we go any further, we should probably uh, crack open some beers. All right. Morgan, what are you drinking? Ah, oh, there we go. Wow. I'm drinking a uh, a Green Beacon Three Bolt Pale Ale, um, which is a really, I'm just, you know, you guys always represent, in, uh, is it Indi- uh, Indiana? Indiana, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't want to get it wrong. Um, and so I thought I'd represent Brisbane. This is a great little brewery down, down, in, down from Tenerife. Um, and they just got bought by Asahi. They have a really nice brewery down where you can go and like it, you go to, it's like a pub, you know, you go to the brewery and they have everything on tap and it's really nice. Green Beacon, good stuff. Mm. What's it taste like? Oh, it tastes like really fucking good beer. <laughs> <laughs> so what makes it green and a beacon? I don't know. It's like a naval thing, Green Beacon, because that's the green, uh, I know for audio only medium, this is great, but it's like the green, um, like the... On, on the water, Light, lighthouse. The boy, not the lighthouse, like the marking the channel. Oh, you know the port and starboard, <laughs> green and red, that kind of thing. Yeah, mm. that's got that going on. Nope. Don't you know? Nope. We don't okay. have channels where I live. You don't have channels. Is in is Indiana a landlocked state? Indiana is uh, not on the oceans. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we are, and we have, you know the river comes in and the comes into the port so how do you like get stuff in is it all train and and road it's i guess it's train and road isn't it is it these new things called airplanes Mm -hmm. yeah Um, yeah but of course airplanes but like massive bulk stuff i guess you do it by train yeah so uh indiana does have a small part of coastline i guess you could call it Ah. on lake michigan which is one of the great lakes Ah, yeah. And uh, so via the St. Lawrence Seaway, um, things can come by waterway mm-hmm. all the way to Indiana. Though most cool. of those things that would go the, through via the St. Lawrence Seaway are going to go to Detroit or Chicago, maybe Toronto if, you know, they want to service the Canadians. Oh, who'd want to do that? Oh, gosh. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Cool. All right, interesting. There's um, so there you go, everyone. There's the geography lesson. We've all had that today. So <laughs> mm-hmm. that's a new segment. You could introduce that, Dustin. What are you drinking over there? I am drinking a Metatoza. Am I saying that right? Nope. Meta Meta Metazoa. 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 But you called it Metatoza the first time. Yeah. Just Metazoa. Just, put it, just show us. Show <clears throat> us on the camera. We'll we'll help you out. Metazoa, yeah, Metazoa. It is a nap in the hammock beer. Uh, that's actually the name of it. <clears throat> it is a cream wow. ale. You're on that sloth life again. Yeah, baby, it's one of my favorite beers. Uh, this is a Indianapolis brewery, so it is a great Indiana beer. And uh, uh, this might be one of uh, one of my new favorites that I'm ending the year with. 
Very nice. This just might be all I drink for the rest of the year. I just love that everyone still drinks beer when it's bloody cold over there, right? Like it's that's it. You still just drink the beer, right? Yeah, <laughs> winter beer. Hundred percent. I mean, stouts, porters, you up. All the good stuff. <laughs> the thick, the dark stuff. That's that's what, what we're. What are all you about. drinking? What are you drinking, yeah, Steve? Steve? What? Very you... oh, oh, good. Wow. Uh, tonight I've got a Taxman Brewing Company, uh, Belgian-inspired, American-crafted bean counter. Wow. It's uh, with Tinker Coffee Company, which is like a coffee company slash wedding venue here. Oh. So uh, oh. it's a... It's, Does it taste like coffee? Mm, is it like a dark ale? It's got like a slight coffee flavor to it, but it is... Um, it's like a so it's a Belgian style brown ale brewed with coffee and spices. So kind of a Taxman does like all Belgian style ales, so they kind of have like a very similar just why love to them. Taxman. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's kind of like if you took like their double and uh, threw some coffee in and some spices. Sounds yeah. like like I would like that. It's very good, Dustin. How big is that can, Dustin? Oh, I only drink big cans. <laughs> This you're a is boy. a uh, what, like a yeah, like a pint. <laughs> this is a pint. Figured a pint. I was, you know, yeah, far out. I, I've got that a little a little can over here. <laughs> maybe I just have tiny hands. No, but if it yeah, makes you feel better, I've I've got a second little can in case I run out of the first <laughs> little can. Ooh, well, it's it's uh, quarter to two in the afternoon here, so one is one is all I'm having. <laughs> Oh, this, uh, the rumors you've heard about Australians, um, they're true, uh, but also I, I still have work to do after this. <laughs> so, Morgan, uh, you're one of a handful of photographers that I know of that claims to own a Fujifilm camera without oh, being yeah. an ex-ambassador, being- <laughs> something that I didn't know was possible. Um, I always assumed that the only people shooting with Fujifilm cameras were Fujifilm ex-ambassadors or they were being vetted by Fujifilm to become ex-ambassadors. So I I guess what I'm really wondering is how does one switch from Nikon full-frame cameras to crop sensor Fujifilm cameras without Fujifilm asking them to be an ambassador? That's the answer. We we don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I shoot on two D850s most of the time and I have Fuji as well. So... That's that's how I get over Cats that. Cats out of the bag. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I show. I I, I put a little. I put a little. Um, uh, to get through the contract, I have. Uh, I put a little tag on the top of my D850s that just say Fujifilm, and so no one, no one knows that I'm actually just like, what's that awesome Fuji full frame camera you got? Well, it's. I uh, I don't know. I just they just send them to me, and I just take the pictures. I right there. I don't ask me about the details. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I just point I, and click. I just point and click. I have it on P mode. Like it's all the good stuff. And I shoot, I shoot Nikon, um, but I use the Fuji for street photography and documentary photography because I feel like the crop sensor is better for that. Because mm-hmm. you can you can shoot stuff at f two eight f four and get equivalent depth of field of you know full frame cameras at five six eight. 11 you know depending on where you are and the focal length and things so i find it works a lot easier for that i like i like having that and they're small and light and i like that they listen to photographers i think more than any other manufacturer in my experience mm-hmm. in terms of how they deal with product updates and stuff and their firmware i think it's really good but yeah but you don't like them enough to shoot weddings with them no because i can't get that separation and that sweet sweet 
Um, also, just battery life, DSLR battery life, reliability. It's just nothing. Nothing beats it. So that's 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 why I, I just found. Yeah, I just decide to back both horses, so to speak, and that's the only so, real way that I can do it. Question before Steve changes the subject: uh, mm. Why eight fifty over seven fifty? Uh, so I had two seven fifties. I tried out an mm. eight fifty. Loved it. Kept shooting weddings on 750s because I had two, so I had two of the same. Um, and then I just started loving the 850 so much that I got another one. And then I sold. What the did 750s. you love more? I never, I've never shot on an 850. I've only uh, ever shot on 750s. So the buffer's bigger. So that was a huge issue that I found with the 750 is that buffer filled up shooting, shooting you know dual dual raw to the backing up to the second card. I don't know um, what second cards are. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so never run into the buffer issue then. Yeah, no worries. No, that's all right. Anyway, um, Stephen, did you want to field all all future questions? A real photographer? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no, I was curious. No, no, uh, you no, said no, you no. use a Fujifilm camera for street photography. Um, yeah. Why, why do you like it more for that? Is it just because it's smaller and more discreet? Small. Yeah, and it's quiet. Like it's it's so quiet. Even on even not using the electronic shutter. Uh, just having even just the normal mechanical shutter is so quiet and people I just I really actually think and I don't think it's just in our heads like I think there is this perception when people see a big DSLR the shape of it the way the way it's in it sits in a hand the way it looks you know coming off someone's face uh, I just think that there's that perception it's that Uncle Bob perception it's that oh he's a pro or he's a, he's got a big camera and it's a, I think as soon as you can change that that shape of the device. Like I think it's really, I think it's different. Um, even if it's all in our heads, um, I don't know. I think people treat it differently. They don't go, Oh, super serious camera. So I like the shape. I like the weight. Uh, it's nice and quiet. And yeah, it gives that like at any given distance to subject, focal length, F stop combination, whatever it is, you'll always be getting your, it's more easy to get a deeper depth of field. So I like that mm -hmm. for documentary stuff because you want that, you want that sweet, sweet F11 background to foreground sharpness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Morgan, in all of your marketing, you uh, bill yourself as a professional wedding guest. Yeah, that's right. How did you land on that? So, I think it was really when I started getting feedback from people that were like saying, oh, we love the photos. And also, it was great to have you come and hang out. Like, so that was, I started identifying that that was actually a big part of what made the experience really great that everyone was like oh you know what he, he takes great photos but guess what he's also not a cat. and <laughs> um and so uh and you know he made a great you know he, he he helped us have a great time and i actually think that that's a really huge part of like making good pictures is is like actually contributing to an environment that is conducive for better pictures so i started that's when i was like ah oh, actually you know what um maybe that communicates better the vibe that i bring and so i thought i'd sit on that yeah and so I, morgan I roberts of, yeah. professional wedding guest won out over morgan roberts not a c yes that was the more g-rated version <laughs> <laughs> um i nice. ran both by my wife as i do a lot of big you know decisions um and she <laughs> said yeah i'm preferring i'm preferring option a there's something about it just i think you'll get a bit more business that way so, yeah, that's that's it. Professional wedding guest. Um, 
I completely forget that it's even there some of the time. I forget that I kind of bank on that. But I think it accurately describes that, like, I'll rock up and I'll take great pictures. But, like, it's 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 not just, yeah, I, I, I want people to have a nice time and not be stressing about pictures and not be stressing about timelines and stuff. Like, the less rubbish like that we have, the I think the better when the wedding industry will be, and I think the better pictures that we'll get as a result of that. I love it. I also love on your website how it has like uh, on your like homepage or whatever when you scroll down through like the giant one page where you know as Google tells us all to do our home pages now where Apparently. it's like you're about your contact is everything on that home page. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. But as like you scroll down through years, it's like, um, I do dance with your, I, I will dance or I do dance with grandmas. I do take selfies with, uh, your aunt who doesn't want her photo yeah. taken and like all this yeah. stuff kind of, uh, I do let your out. uncle grope me. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, Dustin. I, I, Thanks. I 100% yeah. do okay. that. Just bring I, it I'm going to include that actually. That'll be a good, yeah. Look, if, if, if you're, if you're drunk uncle who no one wants, wants to get in a punch up at a wedding, I'll be an enabler for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be an enabler. <laughs> Ah, that's this has gone pretty south pretty quick. Just like the uncle did. <laughs> yeah, I I just think that we are so much more than just photographers. Like we're such a huge part of, um, despite what venue coordinators and a lot of wedding planners I think think, you know, uh, having us, we're just another list. We're just another part of the puzzle where it's like, no, no, like apart from, I kind of think about it like this. Other than your significant other, like there is a person that you're going to see more than anyone else on this day, and that's the photographer. The celebrant doesn't see you as much. They have a really cool, important role, but the celebrant doesn't see you nearly as much. The videographer might not see you as much, depending on certain things. I think the photographer is like, like you're going to see a lot of your husband or wife and the photographer on your wedding day. Like those two people you're going to see a lot of. So I think being part of that wedding and not just making pictures is a core part of the whole, the whole jam. Yeah. See, and that's what I wanted to do with my business, Redwood Lane was really yeah. promote the thruple aspect where, you know, it's not a couple, it's a thruple on the day. I'll be there with mm -hmm. you all day long, holding your hands, giving you hugs, kissing yeah. you on the ear, stuff like that. But Jen yeah. didn't think that would be a good, just caressing, good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I try to spend a lot of time caressing the groom and the bride, you know, and apparently mm. that's unwelcome. Every now and then you might find, I don't know, I'd, I'd keep at it. You might find someone <laughs> who's really into that. They might get, every they might get gets, amongst Every it. couple gets a three-legged stool as a wedding gift from Steve because he's like, three legs hold this foundation of your marriage up. Just remember who the third leg is. Well, it's that's not right. me because I don't contact them after the wedding day. It's uh, just their pictures then. The third leg is the, all of your pictures. And that's why I actually mm -hmm. I print out all the pictures and I glue them together to make the third part of the, the stool. I, sort of like a paper mache stool. Yeah. Going back to this is this is related to the previous conversation about crazy stories. I have heard, and I don't know who this is, but I have heard of a photographer in Australia who um, hooked up with a couple of swingers after shooting their wedding. Wow. Crazy. So there's a market for it. It's what I'm saying, Stephen. Uh, polyamorous uh, couples are a real thing. There's a lot of them. And uh, yeah. yeah, you, n you never you know what you're going to find yourself in. So you got to support it. Yeah. It's all good. Mm -hmm. So Morgan, speaking of marketing, you mentioned to me and said you wanted to talk about this on the uh, podcast. I don't know why. 
you're recently <laughs> in a bit of a slump. Uh, you said oh. it's been three months <laughs> since you booked a wedding. Yeah, it's a long time. So I've had one month before. I've had never had two. Um, and that's okay because I booked a couple of weddings on the weekend. So we're, we're all good. But yeah, it's a, it's an interesting time, I think. Um, like what do you... Do you guys, do you guys know, like, do you guys want to talk about, have, what's your experience with that? Mm. that have you had big gaps mm. uh, like that or is it Currently going sim- on uh, a one year slump for Redwood Lane. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> every, every contact I've had other than uh, one has been for a date where I'm already booked through Jen and I's company, Jennifer Van Oak Photography to shoot a wedding so i haven't been able to book anything through redwood lane and it's been frustrating and like we jen and i do associate stuff as well through jennifer van elk photography so i'm like so do you just refer them back to jennifer refer them right back to jennifer van Van elk and i'm like uh we have these associate we have a associate shooters that we work with they're amazing people you'd love their work and not a single one of them has then uh you Mm. know wanted to talk about that yeah they wanted you yeah so it's it's been frustrating but is 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 that I mean, the thing is that, because because that's a big thing. Like when you've got those limited dates, like I really get, I really quite get frustrated with that whole system. So it's like, oh, we've booked our date for this, and I'm like, cool, I'm booked. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm already booked. Is the date, you know, is the date set in stone? You're like, oh yeah, it is. I'm like, oh, like why? Like why is the date so? Like just get married the day before. Like I don't, why can't we just have more weekday weddings? Like if the people I that, love weekday weddings, yeah. Just, oh, but then people won't come. It's like, seriously, like if, if, the, if someone invited me to their wedding, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Like, I'm, I, what's the choice? Oh, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever it is. Oh, uh, oh, sorry, I can't come to your wedding. I'm working. Like, okay, so sure, some people might have, like, you know, say you're a fireman or a policeman or something or whatever, but it's like, God damn, I'd, I'd, I'd just take the day off work. <laughs> like I just don't really think it's that technical. Say the day off work if it, this person. And then matters. I'm sure they would just fire back to you. Well, why don't you just take the day off work to come shoot our wedding as a professional wedding wow. guest? Wow! <laughs> Boom! Wow! Um, there's the solution. Cool. <laughs> see my reputation skyrocket. See how good I am at being a guest at weddings. I I went to all these weddings. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's my opinion on that. But yeah, that's a year. That's tough. Why why can't you just get other associate shooters to for for jennifer's business so you can take the redwood lane booking uh because they're booking specifically with me through jennifer's business which is kind of intentional Uh, because uh it's the same price whether they book through jennifer van elk or redwood lane the only difference is jen's typically for something through jennifer van elk photography jen's like the uh, front person so she's like their point of contact whereas with redwood lane i would be their point of contact so really it's less work for me so i should be so happy about it (laughs) But, you know, it's nice. still got that thing where it's like, I'm kind of upset because Jen, it, my beautiful, loving wife, who I respect so much, is just beating the shit out of me at business. So Hell yeah. Yeah. I sometimes reckon that my wife, Emma, should should pick this up because she's so good at everything. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the answer. I mean, yeah. I'm like, cool. I'm happy yeah. to play second field to you. As long as you're doing something, as long as, long as you're booking stuff. Um, making more than me, then hell yeah, um, I'll, I'll I'll just sit at home, mind the kids. <laughs> but until then, I've got to book those weddings. So no, but I booked a what's, couple. Uh, of weekends, what's your nice. What's your goal? Like, what do you try to book each year? 
I try to shoot about 25. Um, that's what I sort of need. I, I, I need a book about two a month. So if I'm booking two a month, that's happy. It uh, doesn't matter when I shoot them. I don't care when I shoot them. I'll do a triple header. I'll do a double header. In April, I did a triple header and a double header in whatever it was. Uh, Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, and then Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday, whatever it was. It was in over two weekends. Um, uh, I shot five. So, I don't, But I don't really care. Like I'm more than happy to do that. Uh, I, I just it's but the 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 incoming business the new business goal, um, uh, and you know whenever you talk about it to other people they're like yeah I guess it's summer not many people are getting married I'm like no that's not how it works like we're people we're booking six to twelve to eighteen months out like that's that's not how it works it's not because it's hot right now that people aren't booking it's something else mm. uh, <laughs> so um, so that's that but yeah look back on the app I think it's going to be good. Yeah. So you said you booked uh, two, a couple, a couple weddings this past weekend. Yeah. Are you, Morgan? Are you being serious? Are you are you being honest with us, or are you just trying yeah, to trying serious. to impress us? You don't want us to think that uh, you're not, you're still in the slump. <laughs> no, no, no. I I legitimately I legitimately booked two weddings. Oh man. <laughs> oh, this blew all the rest of our content for this episode. Uh, Dustin and I were going to do a huge slump breaker segment where we helped you break the slump live on the podcast. We were going to start making calls to we Australia had during on standby. Yeah ready Man. to talk to you i guess call that prime minister he'll listen I guess, to um, you i'm just gonna send those couples to redwood lane then i guess yep oh uh, yeah sick yeah cool <laughs> they were gonna they were gonna fly me over to indiana but uh they'll just have to have you instead yeah anything mm-hmm. to break that slump you know <laughs> so uh um, how how did it feel when you broke the slump yeah, it was good. Like, I, I think it's i think it's just one of those things you business never gets easier um I was talking to a friend of a. I was talking to a friend of the show, uh, Josh Withers. His about about this, and it's like we're just kind of going. I wonder, like, who? I wonder who are the people in the the cottage industry, like the couples or the 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 sole operator, like wedding photography space, who are like, are in, is any one of those? Uh, is any one of us like absolutely rolling in it? Like and because people think that we are like people look at the prices that wedding photographies wedding photographers need to judge and just wedding professionals in general you know celebrants or venues or whatever and they just go oh look at that wedding tax as soon as you call it a wedding look at all that money like it's so you guys must be you're like gee very lucrative profession and you just kind of go you have like awesome do you do you want to have how about you have my camera and my software bill for the next five years and then um then we'll have this conversation, um, you know, insurance, all this stuff, like just mm-hmm. all the marketing, all the everything. And I just don't think people get it. And you're like, yeah, like we're doing fine. Like we're making a good sustainable income, but no one's driving a Ferrari. They used to, but not anymore. I think in the U.S. they did like a poll of wedding photographers, like some sort of study, and they found that most wedding photographers make less than minimum wage. Um, because yeah, most of them are working sucks. like 80 hours a week. So even though they yep. charge what most people think of as like a super high amount of money, it's like given how much they actually work in a week and how much they're charging after like taxes are pulled out of that, uh, they're making yep. minimum wage or less for a lot of them. So, yeah, it's insane. It's really insane. Um, I think I, I really do think that we're pushing back out of that now, but it's just going to take a while. Um, 
Yeah, but like I think I think that we're slowly getting up. Like you know, I, the, one of the weddings I booked on the weekend, uh, they booked an album, and like you know, so many pe- more people are buying albums now than I used to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually think that we're getting back on that train of people going, oh yeah, photography isn't the files. Like photography isn't the the the, the files. And we 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 suddenly you know we we I think we're recovering from the the straight to disc. We're slowly recovering from the straight to disc epidemic, um, you know, shoot to burn, and we, which I think devalued the what people thought photography was all about. Um, I think people are f- are getting it. There's always going to be a budget, but I think the the, the the really low end market. But I think people are getting back out of it now. I actually think we're going back up, in my experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still still Jen and I are struggling to. Uh to push like photo sales, like canvases, prints, that kind of yep. stuff. Yep. Uh, we don't really push it real hard or anything, but just, it just doesn't seem like people are that interested here in Indiana in that. And yeah. I see people posting in like Facebook groups all the time. Like, uh, why would I do this when I could just go with this other photographer who's like half as much as whoever and just get like all the images and then print them off at walmart or costco or like some like grocery store chain that also does printing and it's like because they're not going to be good quality <laughs> you just yeah, like want to yeah, scream at your at your like computer when you see a post like that i think that's still a huge issue and um i i just get and i, I don't know how to fix that i think we just have to keep being great at what we do but i think that i, I think that we have all reached the bottom I don't mm-hmm. think there's any more bottom to go. I'm not saying it's great again. I'm just saying that I think we've reached the bottom and I think we're pushing back up now in the next two I, or three years. I feel years, like I'm hearing something be... there. Make yeah. photography great again. I think that's Sounds what like I, a slogan just, we could use. I just gave that to you. I know. Almost I, that, like a campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like a campaign. Should we get some hats made? Yeah. Red ones, I think, with white letters. Yeah. Okay, cool. No one's done that. Sweet. Let's do it. Awesome. <laughs> Morgan, I mean, you brought it to us, so we're going to cut you in on the uh, the deal. <laughs> we sell all the hats. See that little present I just... I just <laughs> <laughs> we could have like a sister hat, make podcasts great again. <laughs> no? Yep. Nice. nice. No, we're, we're still trying to destroy podcasts over here, Dustin. Yeah, okay. So, okay. yeah, we don't all want right. to make it great again yet. First, we got to tear it down to its base form. <laughs> to its base form. To its infancy. So, Morgan, uh, I got a random thing I wanted to talk to you about. So, this girl named Mandy in a random Facebook group was asking for advice. And she said, a venue is requesting copyright to her images to be able to make the to take legal action against other venues when those other venues use photos of their venue, claiming it as their own. What? And uh, Mandy said she's refusing to give up copyright. But is there something like a limited copyright or similar to give the venue to assist them? Uh, I just thought this was one of the most random, craziest yeah. things I've ever seen. A venue is out there like, can can we get it? <laughs> so the venue is asking, what is the venue asking for again? The venue is asking for uh, copyright. They want the copyright to this photographer's images. So then they can seek out other venues that are using photos of their venue and claiming it as their own. So then they can say, no, we own those photos. They're ours. 
<laughs> That's a very roundabout way of fixing this problem. <laughs> it's so strange. Uh, isn't isn't it the venue's job to just say that's hang on that photo is not of your venue it's of ours <laughs> this is like how does it have anything to do with the photographer i just think that's such a one of like i i'm just picturing that i'm just picturing the 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 the, the venue marketing coordinator like sitting like how okay so Here's a r- relatively simple email or phone call that I can call these other businesses saying, stop claiming to be us. Um, or. <laughs> stop or, claiming to be us. <laughs> or what's the most fucking roundabout way that I can try and like involve. What I'm going to also do. What I, the only way to do this properly is I have to involve someone else's time um, and waste someone else's time in 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 this entire um Rube but you get Goldberg free pictures machine. out of it oh you'll get to well i get as long as at some point in the equation there is some exposure <laughs> as long as <laughs> as long as somewhere along the line there's some exposure i'm i'm in count me in fly me to this venue right now and i'll reshoot everything and so i'll give you the copyright as long as i get some exposure i don't that's such a weird i don't know I feel like Mandy needs to contact the other venues that she finds that are using these photos illegally and just start a bidding war for the copyright. <laughs> are they, so they're Mandy's photos? <laughs> yeah, they're Mandy's photos. So she's, yeah, I'm assuming, yeah. a wedding photographer who took photos. I, I wanted to bring this up before we got into Q&A proper, uh, just, mm. just because I don't know anything about copyright outside of America. And so, like, in America, the photographer owns a copyright, and that's it. Yep. They're done. And uh, if something like this came up, the photographer could pursue the uh, other venue that was using their photos on Facebook or Instagram or somebody somewhere else and submit like a takedown notice through Facebook or Instagram saying, Hey, that's my photo. They don't own that photo. And then Facebook, Instagram would have to take it down. But I don't know, like Australia, other places, uh, does copyright reside with the photographer? Does it reside with the venue? How does that work? It depends. Like I, I'm not a hundred percent on this, but, um, from what, I I think in my experience in my experience there's sort of two main areas there's like a personal and a commercial um with a personal so say you came to me and said photograph you know photograph my family um unless I unless I have a contract that puts the copyright back over to me you own the copyright for those pictures um in a commercial sense though I believe that that's different and they can't like go and print they can't just go and sell prints of the work that they hired you to do because there's a sp- there's a, that's different. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that that's in Australia. I think it's there's two separate sort of things. Um, uh, either way, in my wedding contract, I I put the copy I bring the copyright back over to me um, and say you know you can you you can do whatever you want you know for personal use. You can print you can download them. You can print them. You can scrapbook them. You can make a canvas whatever but if you want really nice prints you can order from my store um but you know if you want you can download them and do whatever you want but that's still copywriters with me and i can use the photos for you know marketing and i can do all that stuff so that's that's i think that's how it works in australia as far as i know Mm -hmm. so do you find uh do you ever have clients who are resistant to you when you uh say hey i'm bringing the copyright back over to me no, it's not part of, it's not like a specific thing I bring up. It's just part of the contract. Um, 
Uh, I, so I don't. I've never had anyone complain about that because I, it sounds like you've never shot a wedding for somebody whose dad was a lawyer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my dad's it's, a lawyer, it's funny. and I want to flex. I just want to flex that, you know. Yeah. No, it's it's funny because like Jen and I have shot a ton of weddings for actual lawyers, and they are always perfectly fine with the contract. It seems like, but every time we get like a bride or a groom whose dad is a lawyer, like we're gonna send it off to them to look it over, and then that person sends something back and like, um, I have issues with all these different things, and it's like. Or just uh, relax, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is a legitimate contract. Like, we're we're not trying to pull one over on you. Yeah, it's right. just so weird. I don't I don't know why people feel the need. It's like, you see the part in it that says you can do whatever you want, just don't sell it to another business. Basically, yeah. that's what the personal use is. Like, you can put it on Facebook, you can print it, you can mail it to your grandma in San Maybe. Francisco. Like, it doesn't matter. Maybe that's what happened with Mandy's clients. Maybe they sold the photos to that other venue. <laughs> They're like, we got, we got to make some money back off this wedding. And while we're at it, we're going to sell it to this venue and this venue and this venue. Well, Maybe they started one of the venues. Yeah. <laughs> Jen and I talk about this all the time. It's like, why would you want to misrepresent your business, your venue, yourself even in a photo? Like, for your business because as soon as somebody shows up they're like this isn't what i this isn't what i bought like if if you photoshop yeah. yourself to look different and then somebody like shows up to a meeting with you and you just look like 10 years older and chubbier or skinnier or whatever it is they're gonna be like what the f is going on like mm. like it's it's a poor representation of yourself and it's like just you know you're gonna see this person in in person take some pride in how you look and the same goes for these venues like they're gonna they're gonna come to the venue like <laughs> yeah like yeah. what's what's the gonna happen industry, when they show up the wedding industry isn't tinder i think is what you're trying to say like <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's like that's like guys uh, just be better be better that's my message if there's a takeaway to any anyone who works in the wedding industry on this podcast listening like anyone just be don't do shit like that and be better yeah, Please it's like, why would you use a photo of Kurt Russell in your uh, adverts for your Santa sessions? Uh, because Kurt Russell was at my house this weekend. <laughs> but I do have, I do I have, have a, a quick copyright question while we're on the topic of copyright. Uh, this came up. This came up. Uh, it was, and uh, so a friend of the show emailed me and asked me my advice on this copyright issue. And uh, I was, I'm curious to get your guys' take on it. <clears throat> so the uh, what happened was uh, wedding was here in Indiana. Bride and groom live elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, jeweler contacted bride to ask for photo uh, for a billboard. Uh, couple emails the photographer to ask if that's okay. Yeah. Um, she said, you know, absolutely. I'd love to talk to the jeweler directly, um, to see, you know, exactly what they're after. You know, don't, I don't want you to stress about this. Let me talk to them. And so she, you know, ceases communication, passes it over to the photographer. Um, jeweler emails them saying, this is the picture we want. You know, if you could send it over, that'd be great. If not, the bride's already sent it over. 
Um, so obviously this was a, and she sees like the correspondence between like the jeweler and the bride and sees that they say, you know, you can ask the photographer permission if you want, if you don't want to, that's totally fine. too. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, um, no. Oh, no. thanks guys. And so obviously, wow. uh, the photographer gets the impression that they might've already used, like already be, are already using the photo. Um, <sighs> And so she sends them like a price that I suggested. I gave her like a range of what I would suggest. Um, I said somewhere between eight hundred and two thousand dollars. Dustin, is this a story yes. you're allowed to share on the podcast, or are you going to randomly delete this episode a few weeks from now, and then I'll have no, to go back, no. cut this part, and then this re-upload? Is, this is fine. And tell everybody no, in our Facebook fine. group it was a glitch. Just checking. No, this is fine. Um, and the <laughs> Has photographer. This <laughs> Suggested the price this happened point today, to Morgan. This happened today, and she uh, she came back and said, "No photographer or like two thirds of the photographers we reach out to don't charge us for photos. It's uh, not a traditional billboard; it's a digital billboard. Oh! So the pictures actually only up there for like six seconds. Oh! Um, so that's so, so that's but if you totally don't want to send different. us a photo." We will just use one of the non-professional photos provided by the bride and groom. Like, and in I, a sense, like, geez. shaming the photographer. Yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, you can go ahead and use that non-professional photo, and I will just sue your ass off. Don't worry about it. Right? <laughs> what the hell? I was like, wow, what is she? And she's, they're like, we're not really using it to promote us. We're using it to celebrate the couple. <laughs> wow are they having their information their phone number wow. their website on this billboard this, or is it just a picture wow. of the couple that says they got married with a ring it's not even a, a photo of the ring it's a photo of the couple so what what i like to do after every wedding is um is as i take out a three thousand dollar full double page spread ad in every wedding magazine that i possibly can just to celebrate the couple like Mm -hmm. that's that's just how i roll like i love that i just love celebrating the couple yeah see i'm glad you said that because what i should have said to this photographer was respond to the jeweler say don't worry about it i have you covered i already took out a billboard here locally where the bride is from with <laughs> a billboard of the couple i'm celebrating them for you and oh. for me and for them so you don't even have to worry about putting it up on your billboard in Pennsylvania. I've mm. got this one covered. And I used the iPhone photo that you shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wouldn't even release the copyright to myself. No. That's no. how much I value it. Yep. So good. I just, I just love that. Two thirds of... Um, so I sort of found a middle ground because sometimes you get really small work, you know... Um, small players and like, I don't want people to have to just pay for Instagram usage. So I'm like, Hey, like, cool. Mm -hmm. Here, I just send an email out after every wedding, um, to all the vendors say, Hey, here's a gallery. You can download web res. Just, you got to tag me. Um, you know, please don't be shit. Um, yeah. And if you want to use it for an ad, you got to pay for it. Please don't be shit. So what do you do if they don't tag you? Oh, uh, I just, I don't know. There's not really much I can do. Because there's like three or four venues here in town <laughs> that are just notorious for like, they might tag you on the first time they use the photo, like right oh, after yeah. the wedding. But then when they're just doing those like throwback Thursday or uh, yeah. I hope it doesn't rain on your wedding day. And it's like your photo of a rainy day on at their venue. 
and with like no credit. Yeah, it's yeah, it's painful and annoying. Um, I I always just like commenting if I see if I see a business do that with anyone and they didn't tag, I will always comment on Instagram like really really happy and chirpy. Oh hey, who was the photographer? Smiley face emoji. <laughs> When really what I'm saying is, hey, fucking tag them. Like, yeah. right. you know, like, seriously, like, it's not hard. That sounds like what I do when I see a bad photo that another wedding vendor has shared. And I'm just like, oh, hey, could you not afford a good photographer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plus, I think, I think the yeah. big problem is a lot of these venues tag the photographer like in the photo on Instagram, oh, but then have like the without like writing yeah. it out, they just tag them, but then they share it through to Facebook, which doesn't uh, yeah, yeah, also yeah. tag the photographer. I actually have a thing. It says in my, in my terms when I send out the gallery. So I actually built a system using the form software that I use for bookings and inquiries, but also I have a form that the couple fills out and I use Typeform and it integrates with Zapier. And so it means that the couple, the onus is on the couple to give me all the details and I ask for all the vendor's emails. Um, and what it does is it actually, that process um, generates a uh, generates a draft email to all those vendors with like a canned email of terms. And that's just part of the terms. That I go, hey, it can't be a tag. Like tag, feel free to tag me, but if you want to use it, it's got to be in the comment. It's got to be in the in the caption. Um, uh, is this that nerdy stuff you said you wanted to talk about, like workflow and everything? Now you're busting uh, out your Zapier I, stuff. I didn't say I wanted to talk about. it. I said I could talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I could talk about it, and I probably will. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but you know, I'd rather I'd rather like you know do an awesome web video about it and charge people for it <laughs> no 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 um what is the uh the pull to zapier what does zapier do for you that ifttt so, can't uh I've, I've looked at iftt t iftt t yeah it's three t's if this then that um yeah i, I it seemed to integrate better with things i was using so mm-hmm. um let me just open a browser window so I guess Gmail, Zero, Typeform, Zapier, Trello. What else? Yeah, those are the basic. That's the basic core of. Mm-hmm. Those are the all the apps that I'll use for those things. And Zapier just ties them all together really well, so I can get them all to throw data at each other and use data in really clever ways. Because you know, I'm just one guy, and I I don't like I don't have time to make sure I'm sitting down and making sure that people are booking the right date, and I don't have conflicts. It's like here's the date. Tell me what the date is. And it goes in the calendar. And if the date's wrong, that's your fault. Like just, just, I mean, I check like, of course I'm not just, if the date's wrong, that's your fault. That sounds like there's a story there. (laughs) No, no, I've never had a, I've never had a double booking ever. Um, so yeah, I just think being just, you've got to find ways when in, when you're a small operator to, like I can't go into all the detail of how I use it specifically right now, but I just think you've got to find little smart systems to to get things done um, mm-hmm. quickly and use data. If the data exists somewhere, you can try and find make you can try and find a way to put it somewhere else. Like I think that's just a good principle to have. So yeah, I love that. I love that stuff because it just makes things run well and saves so much time. Um, sitting in front of a bloody computer, yeah. I've just, I've started using IFTTT recently just for stuff like, 
I don't want to have to, every time I post to the website, also post something to Pinterest or something else. And so I've just set up IT, yep. FTTT yep. to do that for me. Um, yeah. Does Zapier do stuff like that? Just like little things Zap- to like that. make your, your life easier. But it seems yeah. like Zapier is more business focused. Uh, I think I think Zapier might just be if might just talk to more other apps. I think I think that's yeah. it. I don't know. I looked at IFTTT and I just think I looked at the list of apps on Zapier and I well Josh got me into it, so I used Zapier and yeah, I just found it really easy. So even if you buy the subscription to just use one or you just use the free one and just ha- set up a few things, just simple things like hey, if people in, like if people if you get an inquiry. Like if it can link up with the form software you use, like that's the that's the key thing. If you can just mm-hmm. whatever, however you do your forms, if you use like if you're on WordPress and you use Gravity Forms or you find a way to tie it into Squarespace or like whatever, or you use like whatever form software you use, find a little service like IFTTT or Zapier that talks to that form software because if you can pull data in somewhere, you can put that data in. 30 40 million other places like it's just yeah think about the possibilities um, this episode yeah. is not in any way sponsored by zapier i'm just no, actually curious about this yeah but, yeah i've heard you and josh be. talk about it it could be <laughs> it could be you could someday you could uh no because i've only looked at ifttt as like a thing to kind of like make social media easier on me i never even thought about tying it into like my pixify or anything like that to like make the business running easier so if zapier does more stuff like that then that sounds like something it's worth looking into because like right now we use like all like email templates through pixify and through gmail to like make that kind of stuff like emailing clients a little bit easier but if zapier can like generate stuff for you like when you book somebody or whatever um that like takes away even the step of now i gotta go to gmail and generate something like it's just like oh now it's done yeah it's done so my bookings app comes in from Typeform. i just email the couple with my booking form um mm-hmm. it puts each couple's contact it creates a contact card for each of them in gmail contacts um, it creates a list and a whole bunch of separate cards with information in them for different things in Trello. Um, it creates an invoice in Xero. Um, it makes a calendar event. It sends them an email with the contract, a copy of the contract yeah. um, that, that they agree to in the Typeform process, but it just sends them another. Like, you know, every time I update my contract in Typeform, I just cop- select all copy. I change that zap so that they, it just didn't, so they get another email that just says, hey, here's a copy of your contract. It's just all those things. Like I've basically built a CMS using Sapier as the backbone of that, of all those web apps. So, so if yeah. they go out of business, you're... I can find sure. something else. So I'm not tied <laughs> into like a 17 hats or a Studio Ninja or or whatever. I'll just find... Yeah, so I'm not like I don't have all my eggs in one basket. But if they go out of business tomorrow, it's, there's there's a lot of work in front of me. Yeah, that's true. To fix it, but yeah. still. Yeah. There's also, no the one use place. HoneyBook and don't yeah. use any of the features of that. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I've never heard of HoneyBug. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's transition. Uh, we, we've done a few like random things from Facebook already, but let's go into Q and A proper now. Are you guys Hell ready for that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, the very Can first question we beer? get. 
You're going to get I'm another beer? I'm going to get back on myself. I'm going to get another beer. I know I said I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm getting another beer then too. All right. I still got my pint. Have you ever been stuck working on a video project because all the music you find is terrible? Mm-hmm. I have. Sometimes finding music is the worst part of making videos. Well, Musicbed is here to help because they've been there too. And that's actually the entire reason their whole platform exists. Is it? They collaborate with hundreds of artists, bands, and composers to make the music finding situation easier because they can provide you with good music. So let me get this straight, Steve. I can go on to Musicbed's site and I can download a song and I don't have to worry about YouTube taking my video down? That's absolutely right, Dustin. Whoa. That's a part of Musicbed's whole thing with their YouTube clearance with Sync ID. Do they have something where like I can download music all the time without having to worry about like a bride not liking a song and I can switch it out? Do they have anything like that? Yeah, you can get a subscription. What? Like Netflix? To Musicbed. And if you use the code WEDDINGHANGOVER, that's all one word, uh, you get your first month free. Sounds, sounds like a great service, Steve. But if you didn't want to do a subscription, you could also just get 20% off a single song license with code WEDDINGHANGOVER. Okay, that works too. So all you have to do is go to musicbed.com and use promo code WEDDINGHANGOVER when you sign up for an account. Have you ever spent hours and hours just searching for music on like the the royalty free sites where it's all stuff that uh, has is in the public domain? Because it's terrible. All the music there is terrible. I know. Typically, I just go on to other people's wedding videos and I just rip the music off of their videos and just assume that they must have licensed it or found it from somewhere. So it has to be good. You just pull the vows out with it in the toast mm-hmm. and you just throw that in your video. Who cares? Typically their vows are better. So then I just sync it up with their mouths. So if you don't want to find yourself in that sticky situation that Dustin often finds himself in when he's syncing mouse. <laughs> I'm all about that mouse syncing. Then head on over to Musicbed and use code WEDDINGHANGOVER right now. Do it. Check the link in the show notes if you want to get started. Let's do some Q&A. But, but Steve. You know, before we get into Q&A proper, Morgan, what are you drinking? I'm drinking another green bacon. Green bacon. And uh, you guys were green talking bacon. about... Green bacon. Green bacon. You guys, before when we introduced the drinks, I didn't really say what it... I mean, it's a pale ale. Um, it's pa- passion fruit, mango, and hints of malt sweetness. Ooh, nice. Mm. So, it's just a good pale ale. But there's so many good pale ales, pale ales in Australia. And I feel like, I feel like uh, you know, the, the, the stereotypical thing would be to diss the American beer. But, like, since listening, the whole, you know, oh, it just tastes like water. But, like, since listening to this podcast, I'm like... Oh, no, I'm sure the craft brewing scene is really nice over there. Um, um, I mean, like in America, we think of all Australian beer as being Foster's. So if you think of all American beer as being like Bud Light, Coors Light but, or yeah. uh, Anheuser-Busch, then I mean, I I would say your view of our beer is just as fair as our view of your beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like an Englishman saying, oh, well, the American beer are tasting like water. Ho, 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 such an original <laughs> joke. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah, anyway, we've not heard that before. Um, no, it's, it's great. It's, it's, a good, it's a good time to be into beer. So much good beer. If you uh, ever come to Australia, I will take you to a whole bunch of nice breweries and pubs in, in Brisbane. Done and done. I'll be there. Uh, give me a week. Done. No. <laughs> <laughs> give me a week. 
36 hours, bitch. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a Investor by Taxman Brewing Company, another Indianapolis brewery. And it's a Belgian-style golden ale with honey and vanilla. It's very sweet. Mm, I have some of those. Very nice. So, uh, um, Morgan, let's get this started. Let's do some Q&A. But, but Steve... Shanti from a random Facebook group asks, I'm doing surfing Santa sessions next week. Do I need shark attack insurance or does my normal business insurance cover that? Also, how do I keep Santa's skin from looking wrinkly and pruny? This is my first time doing a session like this, so I just want to make sure I get it right. Stressing a little. Do they do they have Santa in Australia or is it is he called like Santa or is there like a different <laughs> how do you think pronunciation? Is, how different do you think our accent really is? Like it's not that different. We call him like Saint Nicholas there or something. We, we have I mean, Santa over here. Um, we also have sharks. I don't know. We also <laughs> have sharks. Yeah, we've got a lot of sharks. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you should get shark insurance. It depends. I'd just risk it, hey? Like, just, just you know, it's, the stats are there. It's not very... It's highly unlikely. It's more likely that you will be hit, you'll be in a car accident driving to the shoot than you will be... So I wouldn't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But let's have a look. What's the next bit? <laughs> um, oh, but Morgan, you're doing Santa sessions in the near future. Is that correct? Yeah. Are you doing yeah. a surfing Santa as well? Are you getting out in the ocean, hitting those waves? Yeah, I'm definitely going to hit the waves in the Brisbane River that you definitely shouldn't swim in because it's disgusting and brown and horrible. And there are <laughs> sharks there. So it's like no one swim in the Brisbane River ever because there is just shit and bull sharks. Um, Ooh, bull sharks are the ones that are most sharks. likely to attack too. Yeah, they're not massive. They're just sort of they're sort of just, just hovering at the bottom looking for stuff and then they'll like they'll eat you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's not like a great white, like the great whites. They, yeah, they're pretty dangerous, but you know they're also out in the sea. Uh, how you are you? Uber, how are you setting up your Santa sessions? Um, well, I'm pretty lucky because it's through a business that, like, it's through a a a, a company that manages a bunch of big commercial real estate in the city, and they used to put on a kids' Christmas party, and then they decided that instead of doing that, which took up an entire floor, and mm -hmm they would just do like a Santa's Grotto and get get presents for the kids. So basically it was like a, you come to the, get a photo with Santa. And it's just for the kids of the people that work in those buildings. Um, last year it was four days shooting, but this year it's only two. Um, but it's um, it's good. So they set up the whole the grotto and they hire the tree and Santa comes. One of their staff members just becomes Santa for two days. Um, and all I have to do is bring the lights and, and I do have to manage the whole system of sending the files up later. So that, that's quite do you do, uh, time do you bring flashes or do you do continuous lighting for that? I bring flashes, but mains mm -hmm. powered, not battery operated because. Do you get paid like a day rate or do you get paid per person? I, because it's for them, I just, and there's no, like they could, they, they can buy prints if they want, but like they, you can just download the files. Um, I mm -hmm. just charge the company a commercial day rate because it's the company, it's sort of the company giving it to them and they hiring me to make the pictures. So it's not me doing a person, like a private mm -hmm. sale thing. Um, 
until this year when you show up and you've got your square reader out there and you're like, yeah, the company went a little cheap this year, guys, but I felt like I wanted to be here for you. Just for you. It's now going to be $45 per, you know, per kid. Yeah, that's it. Just for one print. Yeah, nice. Well, I mean, you need something to cover the shark insurance, right? Yeah, oh, 100%. Sure. Um, and you know, that that no prune makeup just costs a lot. That's a long time for Santa to be sorting that out. And I've got to foot that bill. So, right. Yeah. Prune, deep prune. What a deep prune. Um, how do I keep Santa's skin from looking wrinkly and pruney? I don't know. Hire a, hire a Vaseline, baby. Hire a Santa who fucks. That's the, that's the only way to do that. (laughs) You know, maybe don't hire a human at all. If you hire a sea lion or a seal, they don't have wrinkly, pruny skin, period. If you Maybe hire, it's just a mannequin. Yeah, you just got to put the beard on them. If you hire a shark Santa, then the Santa's actually covered under the insurance. Shark Santa. Then it's, it's sort of two birds with one stone, isn't it? Isn't it right? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think you got to up your liability insurance if you hire a shark Santa, mm. though. Mm. Yeah, but details. 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 <laughs> 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 so kylie from a random facebook group asks i'm planning a styled shoot and want to use kangaroos as the bride and groom the owner of the kangaroos told me they aren't monogamous so he can't allow it how can i convince him to let me do this <laughs> i think i think the owner of this uh owner of the kangaroos um uh needs to just accept that it's 2019 and you know <laughs> that's that's just how it is now. We can, you know, they can they can be whatever they are. This is fine. Just get yeah, them in that they, shoot. They could also, get married. Also, style shoots in, aren't uh... real life anyway, so just fucking do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to assume Kylie's bringing in, like, a celebrant for the style shoot, and there's yeah. actually going to be, like, a real marriage ceremony, and afterwards, these kangaroos are stuck together for the rest of their lives. And... Maybe Kylie just needs to say something to the uh, to the owner of the kangaroos and just be like, "Hey, look, polyamorous relationships are a thing. Maybe maybe this is an open marriage relationship. You know, yeah, they want cool. to live together, raise children together, but they also want to go out and do other stuff with other people. You know, they can't just have so one is love. It a kangaroo celebrant, yeah, uh, Captain Kangaroo Dustin. They can also just have one love if they want, and that's okay. I find that that's a funny wording of it. It's like. The, the concern is that it's too, he doesn't, like, he's concerned that it's not, I don't know, conservative enough. I don't know. What's the wording? The owner of the kangaroos told me they aren't monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> Look, like I just reverse. want you to know, Kylie, these kangaroos. <laughs> they will cheat on each other. They fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like to fuck around, Kylie. And as as a true kangarooist, I can't support a monogamous marriage between these two because I don't condone infidelity. And you know, I saw them with Kurt Russell last weekend, so you better watch out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> better. <laughs> it's no good. That's right. Look out! I don't know. Maybe just, you bring Kurt just... in to do the uh, the the ceremony between the two kangaroos. You know, I've got his just, number. If you guys just, need it, you do. Do it after hours. Just sneak in after hours and do it. It's pitch black. The sun's already gone down. Yeah. They're shooting Sony. It's fine. <laughs> shooting Sony. A real camera brand. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
Cool. Infrared styled session. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, you can have the best man there. Um, you can do the whole dance that he's forgotten to bring the mm-hmm. rings. Like, just pats his big pouch, his big kangaroo pouch. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I got them. See? I was... <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Joey, did you forget the rings again? Oh, such a good best man joke to do, isn't it? Great. <laughs> oh, I've forgotten the rings. Wait, wait. I can't Have be- you ever seen, seen somebody before. do that joke at a wedding? Oh yeah, for sure. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, oh, like mean a, a best man a- or a maid of honor, whoever has the rings, pretends like they don't have the rings during the ceremony. All the time. 100%. Yeah, all the time. All the time. All the time. All Dustin, the time. how about you? Was it was it 100% or all the time for you? Like you've seen it uh, one time or you've seen it at so least once a many month. Time. Once a month? Uh-huh. I, Even here, I it's a bit more understated perhaps here. Like it'll just be like a quick, very, you know, laid back. Like checking Australian, the jacket like, pocket, oh, checking like, the other like, pockets. Like That's how lazy we are. We'll do the joke. We'll do the bit, but we won't really commit that passionately to the bit. It's you got to like, commit oh, to the bit. Oh. <laughs> you got to commit to the bit. You got you to be looking at that big marsupial pouch, you know? But then, but then we've seen the bit so much that yeah. we are like expect the bit. So then when we have that true best man that really did forget the ring, then all of a sudden he keeps the bit going a little bit too long, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" I, I mm. think I think he actually legit doesn't have the ring. The last yeah. wedding I shot, I left the rings, the shoes, the invitations, all that stuff upstairs. Went back downstairs to the bride, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm ready to get my dress on. I just need those shoes. Then we can get that done." And I was like, I didn't bring them down to you already. And there was like that moment of confusion where it was like, did I bring the shoes down? I didn't. So I had to run back upstairs, grab them, bring them down. But then when it came time for the ceremony, I was like, but did I have the rings with the shoes? Does the best man have the rings now? And I had like this moment of panic. Like it's going to get to the part with the rings and the best man's going to be like, I never got them from the photographer. (laughs) Oh, mm-hmm. luckily, luckily, my second shooter had taken care of it. But oh man, there was like a, a second there where job. I was just in like full panic mode. That's oh, I had that happen. Uh, I think it was like early, like this spring. I was second shooting for a photographer, and she did the detail shots and never gave the rings back to the best man. And she left them with the girl stuff, and the girls didn't know what to do with them so they just left them in like the shoebox and so like midway through the ceremony they got like real quiet real awkward and the uh pastor or officiant or celebrant gets on the microphone he's like um curious if the photographer could bring the rings forward called the photographer out called Damn. the photographer out and the photographer turns beat red and i'm like racking my brain i'm like shit did i shoot the rings like was i supposed to do something with the rings and i'm like i don't touch the rings when i'm the second shooter like that is a no fly zone for me and That's so brutal. then the the yeah then the photographer like ran downstairs to like the basement area where the guys and the girls were getting ready and grabbed the rings and ran back up so then everyone's just like hanging out during the ceremony at this point I'm like, at least it was all at the one venue yeah, if it, wasn't. it was like a country club, so they had like the locker room set up where everyone got ready, and then brutal. Yeah, so the I photographer just... ran down into the locker room. Oh, There's like wow. dudes showering down there. Like, hey, what's mm-hmm. up? 
Yeah. You seen the rings? <laughs> you seen the rings? Because you got plenty of them on you. Hey, real pretty rings. Hey, Santa. Um, <laughs> hey, Santa. <laughs> but those are those jokes. It's like, oh, man, this scene's, you know, whenever an, anyone ever gets up to do a speech at a wedding, you know, you hear the line, for those of you who don't know me, my name is like, just say hi. Like, no one cares. Like, just... Right. Oh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is blah, 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 You, blah. Like, you know hi. that as a professional wedding guest. You know no one cares. But yeah. those people giving that speech, uh, the, the, the groomsman, the bridesmaid, who's like, for those of you who don't know me, they're like, this is literally the third wedding I've been to that I can remember. All the other ones yeah. I was blackout drunk at, so. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Party hard. Um, I actually got to be, Emma and I got to be guests at a wedding this year, which was amazing. And we get to be guests at a wedding next year in April too, for some friends of ours. Um, so that's just like, what is life? Like, I can't wait to not have responsibilities and like. Got to be or we're forced to be. What is it like to be an unprofessional wedding guest? Uh, great. You can actually just get drunk and have fun. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) okay. It's really simple. I should correct that. Are your kids going to be there? Nope. Oh, no kids? That's great. Okay, so no every kids. wedding I've been to since we've had kids, our kids have been there. We had the kids. And it's like, y- yeah. y- you can't drink, you can't have fun. The whole time I'm stressing out about my son, Ian, who's eight, and I'm like, where where is he right now? Because he's like sprinting around the complex, like playing with some other kid he found there. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> and my daughter, oh, Nora, gosh. she's like crawling all over me the entire time, or, well, more aptly, she's crawling all over Jen. Um, she loves her mom more than me. <laughs> That's not a thing. Ian doesn't love his mom more than... Oh, no, he does too. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, like, it's funny. That's like, yeah, I've had that feeling before. Like, I'm sitting there shooting a wedding, and then I look at, like, the, the parents who had to bring the whole clan, and I'm like, fuck, man, my job's easy right now. Like, I'm just shooting yeah. a wedding. Like, <laughs> you brought kids to this wedding that you're a guest at. I, like, I, I am at the... <laughs> I'm at the point where I prefer to shoot a wedding. Like, I don't want to be a guest. Being a guest for me is like, oh, I have to, like, figure out what I'm going to do all day long to keep my kids occupied, keep them, like, happy. Whereas, like, when I shoot a wedding. I just think it's so, we do it so often. It's so, it's, we just fall into it. It's easy for us. Yeah. We could do it every other day. Robin from a random Facebook group asked the following. I just shot a wedding and the bride said she liked the photos. But she didn't say she loved the photos. I'm distraught. Can't think of what I did wrong. She posted from everywhere, and I've already booked two other clients that she's referred to me because she liked the photos so much. But I'm over here just barely keeping it together because I thought she was my ideal client. And I never... Sorry. She was my ideal client, and I need her to love the photos. Should I re-edit the photos or offer her a boudoir shoe or something? Please help. (laughs) I think this is another example of Instagram removing the likes from Instagram and this bride. That's what they've done. (laughs) Right. No, 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 sorry. That joke doesn't work because she's a... They've taken the like the likes away from Instagram and they've given it to the bride, replaced all the loves in the world with with the likes. Mm-hmm. That's it. Everyone else has to take the surplus of likes now that Instagram have have got rid of. 
I like that Robin uh, basically took to a random Facebook group just to brag about how well she did at a wedding. Oh, oh mm-hmm. it's such a terrible situation. It. The client likes the photos so much that she recommended me to her friends and posted them all over the place and talked about how great I was. But she never once said I love the photos. So like, yeah, yeah. I'm in such a her weird position. Just, I just, I just, See, this is... I just grandma Nazi, you know. <laughs> this is half the reason I still use Zenfolio instead of like a pass or a pixie set or something, because I don't want them to have the ability to download from my gallery because I need that ego stroke. I need them to send me something back saying, Hey, I've looked at these photos. They rock my world. Like I can now feel like my wedding is complete. Now, how the hell do I get these files? How the hell do I get these files? If they don't send something back saying, these rocked my socks off, I'm, I'm not sending them the files. They can't post them anywhere. Exactly. I reckon, I reckon this person's got a hots for the bride because they want to do a boudoir shoot after the wedding. It's like, I just, I just yeah. want to spend more time with this person in their underwear. Like, that's... That's what I'm going. Maybe she didn't like herself with her clothes on. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Let's 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 roll that back a second, Morgan and Dustin. (laughs) Who doesn't want to spend more time with other people in just their underwear? Like that's a normal thing, right? A normal thing, right? Right? Like I typically when Dustin and I (laughs) typically when Dustin and I record, we're both in our underwear. We only put clothes on tonight because you were going to be here. So ah, well, I only put clothes on because I thought you guys were putting clothes on. <laughs> See, it's the Who natural state. It's the natural on. state. I've got my frozen pajamas on because we <laughs> took the kids to see Frozen tonight. Mm. Oh gosh! And my and my wife thought it would be a great idea if we all wore matching Frozen pajamas. If you spoil Frozen too for me, I will murder you. Do you want to build a snowman? Do you want me to come to Fort Wayne? Because I will, but you will die when I get there. Just throwing that out there, bud. Just throwing that out there. It'll, you'll saying. finally get me to come visit your house in Fort Wayne, but it'll be the last moments of your life. There are some underlying Superman elements. What the That's hell just happened? Say. Did Morgan just edit our Google Documents document no? for this episode? No? no. What the hell, Morgan? I I have no. I don't. I don't. You know. Okay. A- yeah. A- no. A- no. no. So I, I, I'm no, not anxious we, we, at all. I don't randomly click <laughs> documents that are open on my screen. We, we gave Morgan access. Access. Morgan, you wanna you wanna do this last question? You you wanna read this one off? Yeah. All right. Um, how do you pronounce that name? Craig. I Is assume so. We gave the question to you, Morgan. <laughs> Craig from a random Facebook group asks. I, I want to preface down. that a random Australian Facebook group. A random Australian. Did you go and you you went and found all these from a random Australian Facebook group? I, I tried. I tried real hard. <laughs> um, Craig from a random Australian Facebook group says, I set my camera down on the table at dinner time and then got up to grab some gear. When I came back, there was butter on my shutter button and what looked like a little piece of chicken on the grip. I shot the rest of the night with my backup camera. <laughs> I don't know if I can touch my camera again. Should I talk to the bride and groom and ask them to replace it or ask the other people at the table? Wait, wait, let's in- stop there. Dustin, Dustin, you got something to say? About? About about should, should Craig talk to the bride and groom and ask them to replace the camera or ask the other people at the table if they should replace it? 
Well, I wish on the shutter, could specify chicken on the what grip. kind of camera it was, because that would help me define my answer. Like if it was a Fuji, I'd say no, they're really cheap. But um, you know, if it's like a Sony or a Nikon or a Canon, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, Morgan, mm. you want to finish out the question? Then there's an update. Yeah. But first, so, I ask who ate my chicken. Yeah, I want to know. So the first part of this question was all in regular you know, names with a capital letter, but generally in normal normal script. And then we finish the question with all caps. Update. <laughs> I am vegan. My camera has been touched by processed bovine expressions and dead foul meat. I used my knife to move the camera into my camera bag and asked a friend to take the memory card out at the end of the night. I cannot even touch the memory card. I can't even touch the camera anymore. I might not be able to touch the camera bag. So if you're a leather strap toting dildo, please just move on to another post. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That is a, Craig is a hardcore vegan. (laughs) So I gotta ask, I gotta ask, I gotta know. I'm not a leather. I'm not, I'm not a leather strap toting dildo over here, Morgan. Morgan, Dustin, are you guys leather strap toting dildos? I wish. I wish I was. <laughs> uh, my I can't straps are in the car. Hold fast uh, systems. I've got some hold fast yeah. Oh, I got them before they were expensive. They're way overpriced now. Like made of mine, just made so made some with two belts. It was, they look really good. I got mine when just they were show up relatively with two, cheap. Two belts on. Yeah. No, no. He actually like took them apart and like reorganized them and did them. And like, it looks great. And like, you know, 20 bucks from Bunnings. So, I mean, Morgan. Wow. I've got a belt we, here. It's got a lot of. Un, <laughs> Let's like, get down to the underwear. Back. You know <laughs> what we're oh, talking yeah. about. I've got a belt right um, here, Morgan. Um, you think I could just take this and another belt and make my own hold pass system? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just you can do it. Just what you have to do though is you have to use two really different belts, <laughs> so it looks like so a black one and a brown one. Yeah, this yeah. is not this is not big enough to to fit across my chest though on a diagonal. Yeah. <laughs> I just tried and it would not make it at all. I need to get like a Stephen like a forty forty five inch fifty inch item fifty inch one. A great Patreon item would be if we bought belts and sold uh, them as custom. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> custom wedding photo hangover holdfast system. It neither holds nor is fast. Uh, for listeners out there, crazy. I just want to point out, I did take my belt off for the visual joke for just for Morgan and Dustin. I still have my pants on, though. Still have my pants on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know where to start with this. I really, I really don't know where to start. Uh, I like. First of all, I wonder, like, why, if you're so passionate about this, why the update, why was the secondary, why was there need for a secondary update? Like, why wasn't this cursed moment expressed in the initial comment? I just, like, if it means so much to you, why are you even a wedding Maybe he posted in, like, vegan Australian wedding photographers, and then he got all this, like, <laughs> feedback, like, uh, yeah, no, screw you, just <laughs> wipe it off your camera and shoot. And he was like, I feel like I need to address this. But then again, yeah, if it was maybe. in, like, a vegan group, I feel like they would have all just accepted, like, hey, 
he doesn't want to touch the dead foul meat or the w- <laughs> bovine expressions. The bovine the expressions. I, bovine I think, expressions. <laughs> I think the answer is pretty obvious to this question. If we're being honest, um, I think Craig has a split personality. Craig and Craig. he. No, I'm calling him Craig. And he <laughs> ate the chicken and the butter in his other personality. <laughs> and then he awoke from that personality and he was like, what just happened? Like, why is there chicken and butter on my camera? Oh, uh, okay. So I see. Uh, Craig is the part of him that eats mm-hmm. chicken, eats butter, eats uh, all sorts of uh, animal stuff. Craig is the mm-hmm. part of him that is vegan. And Craig was Correct. super pissed off about this. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. I don't know what to do with this one. I um, I don't have anything. I don't have anything for this guy. I'm not sure that if he's so sensitive about like I got a I got some vegan friends like that's cool but man if you can't deal with like a bit of chicken on your camera at a wedding maybe you shouldn't be at a wedding maybe you shouldn't be a wedding <laughs> photographer <laughs> It's like why that off use a tissue I like to imagine Craig is the kind of guy who like walks in, sees a buffet and the buffet has like beef and chicken options and nothing else. And he literally just drops his camera on the ground and is like, this is not what I signed up for and walks out not in my and house. builds the, the couple yeah. or the full <laughs> wedding anyway. Regular people like us, we have um, like harassment clauses in our contract. He mm-hmm. has bovine expression clause in his contract. <laughs> yes. I I really I really feel like this is beyond reason. I I really foul feel, cruelty. This is foul cruelty. Foul cruelty. <laughs> Spelt F O W L. I see what you did there. Nice, nice. Um. Uh. I don't know, man. I think you need to chill out. Yeah. Just have a beer. Relax. Buy mm-hmm. some. Buy some um, vegan holdfast straps. Well, instead, the jig is up. I'm actually yeah. Crake Morbin. How do you feel about that? And I also called you Morbin. So, oh, yeah. Hell Who's yeah. been drinking now? Who's been drinking now? How many beers did you have before you started recording? Oh, zero. I got to tell you, so Ian you goes up? to... Ian goes... No, I didn't... Uh, I wish I could come up with something like that. If I could come up with something like that, then these episodes would write themselves, Dustin. Um, Hell yeah. Man, Ian is going on. Ian Ian has school this week. Uh, Morgan, you don't know this because you live in Australia, but this week is the uh, Thanksgiving holiday for America. It's like where we give thanks for. We don't have Thanksgiving, but we do strangely have Black Friday. Like yeah, <laughs> retailers just decided we're not going to have Thanksgiving because that's a weird cultural thing, and we don't want to appropriate that. But we'll have the fucking sale. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh man, the sale is so good though. The sale's nice. Yeah, so good. Yeah, it helps people get those uh, stockings filled for Christmas. Are you taking advantage of any of those sales? I don't know. I'll see. I'll see what happens. You uh, know what? Do you guys have stockings in Christmas? Is this like? Yeah, stockings is still a thing. Okay, I, I didn't know if it was Australia like just uh, Santa's barefoot on a surfboard, so like stockings would be a weird thing in Australia. I <laughs> know oh, he's that. They hang kangaroo pouches. Yeah, this is some some ads and brands will try and Australianize Santa, but you know for the most part Santa's the bearded, you know, 
Kurt Co- Russell. Red coat wearing Kurt Russell, who fucks guy mm-hmm. is, you know, mm-hmm. like he's there. You know, he's he's just Santa. Yeah. Same Santa. Same old Santa. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I just got to say, I'm really happy that our last, because uh, w- when we have guests on, we don't. We don't edit out the cuss words, so I'm real glad that our yeah. last ad with Music Bed will be an explicit episode. <laughs> <laughs> I like Music Bed. I subscribe. Yeah, they're good. I like those guys. What the Say heck? Say that a few more times, whoa, whoa, please. Whoa. Say that a few more times. Can we back time. that up, Morgan? You, you're a subscriber to Music Bed without using yes, our right. code. Wait, did you use our code? Cancel no, your subscription, was, was just, re-sign up, and use our code this time. Yeah, I might yeah, actually please do that. cancel. I was thinking, do I cancel on re-sign up with your code? I'll do that. It's I a really a subs- good deal. I was a subscriber before um, I saw your code. Nope, no, you are a subscriber now because you saw our code. Oh, Steve, yeah, edit that's that out. Right. Edit that out. Edit point. <laughs> the the people who listen the to the ad-free part of this podcast on Patreon, like who pay you know money not to hear the ads, are going to be so pissed at this section because I'm leaving it in for them. Hell yeah! <laughs> you know what? I love those people that are pissed for getting some more free content. Ooh, so you uh, you subscribe to Musicbed? Why? Yeah, because uh, I need tracks for wedding slideshows. That, mm-hmm. that so they won't get kicked off YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's great, and and, and, and also means do you that people genuinely don't... like their music? Yeah, I found some relatively good music on there. Um, I mean, I like because the thing is that I I feel like there's a I can say for people, hey, if you don't like the music, just mute the music and put your own music on on your stereo mm-hmm. when you're watching my slideshow. But like, I don't want to put up their favorite song that they did their first dance to because I don't want the slideshow to be kicked off music bed. Uh, off, off, yeah. off Vimeo. So, um, yeah, I just it's good, and and I want to get into some more video stuff. So I thought I'll get my foot in the door and try it out, and then, and then I'll see how see how I go. And when I'm doing you know corporate videos for people, I can get some good music. That's not shit. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to connect, we're at Wedding Photo Hangover on Instagram. Dustin is at Dustin underscore McKibben, and Stephen is at Stephen Van Elk. Morgan, where are you at? I'm at Morgan Roberts Weddings, and all my non-wedding stuff is over at Morgan Roberts Photo on Instagram. And uh, where are you at on just like on the web in general? On the web? What's your, uh, your website URL? Morgan, I'm just at Morgan Roberts Photography. You can find me there and morganroberts.photography if you really want to get fancy for all the, all the non-wedding stuff, all the street and the doco stuff. Oh, nice. I would love to see all of your street stuff. I don't, I don't think I'm familiar with that. You sent over a bunch of like wedding fo- photography photos when I was asking if people had like photos for uh, episode art and stuff. It's really yeah. good. I'm going to post oh, like I'll, I'll, 800 of yeah. those and claim yeah, that they're all mine. Some. Yeah, sweet. No mm-hmm. worries. Uh, you know, they're all shit because I shot them all with Fuji. <laughs> I'll give you exposure bucks. Don't worry about it. And send over <laughs> copyright release. <laughs> copyright release too. If you out there want to join the awesome community of listeners that contribute to the show every week, just like Morgan, uh, join the Wedding Hangover Facebook group. If you want to keep this podcast alive, though, head on over to stephendoesntsavetheworld.com and you can sign up to support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. On top of the benefit of knowing you're keeping a good thing going, because we got a good thing going here, you also get the benefit of extra content, like outtakes from this episode, if there are any that uh, Morgan doesn't 
that gives us Morgan gives us the okay, you know, you know, they're not they're not too raunchy. Uh, but but also uh, you can find the Stephen Dustin Save the World podcast there, where you can hear great stuff like, uh, oh Dustin, do you remember last week what our what our what our episode title was? Empty empty balls, full belly, can't lose. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, so if, if you want to know what Empty Balls Full Belly Can't Lose is all about, uh, head on over to stephendustinsaysworld.com. Um, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your entire being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right next Sunday after you shoot another wedding. So that'll kind hey, of wrap share things up. Yeah, no, Dustin, yeah, cool. do, you yeah, do you want to share something? Do you want to share something? You don't want to ask Morgan like what Just, he's been watching on Netflix first or anything like that? No. No, don't really Morgan, do you know that. about um, Baby Yoda yet? <laughs> I've watched the first episode of the Ooh. Mandalorian. Yeah, did you like I it? Did, but I haven't watched this. Fucking love. Don't spoil it. it. I haven't watched it yet. Haven't watched it yet. Um, yeah, it's great. I, I, it's great. It's so good. I, I'm. It's got a very a like a. Uh, you? I wish I could. Man um, with no name, sort of feel like Clint Eastwood, Fistful of Dollars. It's supposed to be thing. like a Western vibe. Yeah, it's real good. I'm I'm somewhat of a Star Wars fan. Yeah, Slave One, yeah. Boba Fett That's ship. Lego Slave One. Yeah. I want you to drop it. I just want to see you drop it live on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so so we didn't get into this, but like uh, building up to talking to you, Morgan. Like I watched like your video and stuff on your uh, website. It has yeah. like uh, I'm into like Legos, and it has you like playing Love soccer Lego. with your son and stuff. How old yeah. is your daughter now? Because in the video, she's only three weeks old. Oh yeah, I mean like because we were fucking 16 around weeks. getting stuff. She's 16 months old now. 16 so that's, months. That's a long time ago. So like we were fucking around like with some mate of mine, Alex, who shot that, and um, just getting stuff done for that was like he shot it and it looked great. And then he's like, "Cool, I need like updated versions." of stills to cut to and I was in the middle of like a whole portfolio re redo like going back and mm-hmm. even like editing some old work with updated preset like not everything but just like some key shots like some key five star shots to make it look all consistent um and it, so it took ages so it came out like six months later and even longer so she was like completely different mm-hmm. in you know then she looks in that video because she was so, she was, you know, she was literally like three weeks old in that video. I love the part where they asked about uh, what your favorite images were and you were like, well, up until she was born, it was the images of my son being born. <laughs> but yeah. now, yeah, because I feel that so it. much, man. Like when my son was born, it was like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. And then when my daughter was born, it was like, this yeah. is also the greatest thing ever. Like these are yeah. both yeah. so good. And, and then now, he like, met Dustin, yeah. and it was like, oh, the photo of me and Dustin. Oh, man. Oh, and it was, was like, when I met Dustin, I was like, I know how far I can fall. And it was yeah. like every best man speech ever, where they talk about how awesome they are in their friendship with the groom. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, like because it's like that, you know, like, you know, and people ask you to make um, all these comparisons and choices, and it's like, oh, what's the best? And you're like, oh, fuck it. Like, there's so much. I, uh, it's all good now. Like it's all, all this. It's all important now. All right, boys. I gotta, I gotta get to bed. I got kids that I have to take to school in the morning. 
Morgan, thank you so much for talking with us tonight and uh, podcasting with us. It's been awesome. Have a great night. Yeah, thanks, guys. I'll chat soon. Be good. Good day, mate. Good day. <laughs> See you later, Cobra. Good day, mate. <laughs> See you later, Quagga. <laughs> Bye. Have a great day, Morgan. Bye. You're not from Australia because the only Australians I know talk like this and have really broad accents like, yeah, g'day and all that stuff. That's not a knife. This is a knife. And you're like, I just use that when I go to America. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it gets me free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video and audio editing needs. Woo-wee.